Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Stacy, Devin, how how are you? I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> apparently, I'm not start giggling to off the off the bat. What were you saying? Yeah, I'm not allowed to yeah. say what? Yeah. So James told me I'm not allowed to say well because apparently I often start out this conversation by saying well I'm pretty good <laughs> or well. I had a pretty bad week or whatever, but I start with, well, so I'm not allowed to do that, and I'm not going to. So well, I mean, he's the, he's the producer, so I guess he gets to he tell is us the producer. what to do. Yeah, That's okay. right. So I'm going to start putting produced by James Hacker in every single show note. <laughs> you, need, you need the credit. You got to get the credit right. Yeah. Weekly Buddy Time, produced by James Hacker. That's right. Yeah. So I will tell you. Mm-hmm. That one, I'm a little tipsy already. No. Because <laughs> I know, I know. It's bizarre, but hear me out. Okay. Um, so we have, well, it's actually just a beer place. It's called Beer on the Wall, and they just sell a ton of beers. But for some reason, they had a liquor tasting tonight that then was we a sell beer. That doesn't make any sense. I, I know. <laughs> well, they they apparently sell alcohol, but it's a very small. Like I'm talking, there were probably twenty bottles of alcohol, and that is it. That is the maximum. Twenty bottles of alcohol in the wall. Twenty bottles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Take one down. Give it to Stacy, <laughs> and then she'll drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they had a whiskey and gin tasting. Which nice. Let me just tell you that that sounds absolutely perfect for yes. James and I. Because it, it really does. Because yes. you love gin and he loves whiskey. Yes. So uh, we were like, yeah, we're going. So we went to a place and just had dinner, whatever. Um, and we had a, we just you know had a couple drinks with dinner but right then we went over to the whiskey and gin tasting and we both really liked uh some of the stuff they were showing so for um i actually don't have the bottle for the whiskey that he had but it was really funny because okay so typically good whiskey is from uh you know tennessee or kentucky that's like the whiskey area yes and yes this whiskey was actually made in new york and they what? age it in um shipping containers and they're and they're basically oh, like yeah they're like these shipping containers aren't very insulate aren't very well insulated so they end up expanding and contracting because of the very warm and cold conditions throughout the year yeah, okay. and which is actually really funny because we just talked about Jefferson Ocean, which talked about right. aging things on the ocean because one, not temperature controlled, and then also like sloshing around, and right. so I we thought that was very interesting. But he was kind of embarrassed that he liked this whiskey from New York, but it was really good, um, <laughs> and so we ended up buying that one. But the one that I have, of course, because I'm the gin drinker, and so 
the one that I have is called Thomas Dakin, D-A-K-I-N. Okay. And um, it's just a very traditional um, British gin, which this is Manchester, England. Um, and they only had, they had two gins. One was a Japanese gin. Um, and then there was this one, uh, that was the British gin. And between the two, they were so different. And it was so interesting to taste them side by side because although I'm a gin drinker, I don't usually just have like a bunch of gins in front of me, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And so the Japanese gin was very, it had sour plum like a, a hint of sour plum. Okay, and so yeah. when you drank it, it had like this sour kick and then it would have like the floral botanical flavors. Right. Um, yeah. And that, so that I think would be very good to mix in a cocktail. But traditionally when I drink personally, when I drink gin, I just drink gin with soda water. And right. so this Thomas Dakin, this, uh, Manchester, England gin, to me, that was much better because it was a very smooth gin, and uh-huh. it was very similar to what I've talked about before on this podcast, which is the beef eater gin. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And so it was very similar to that, and so that is what I'm drinking tonight as nice. a gin and soda water with just a little lime. Um, sweet, and sweet. Yes, it's very good. I I, I like it a lot. Um, I don't know how common this is as far as like, like, I don't know if I could tell you, Devin, you know, hey, go to Pops Al- Liquor and buy some Thomas Dakin. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. I don't know how, how distributed oh. this is, but um, it they is have a website. Good. I'll link them yeah. in show okay. notes. Okay, good. Yes, it is a very good gin. Like, just a... Because when we were drinking it there, they were just giving it to us in, like, little shot glasses, right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's tasting. Anything. Right, exactly. And so, it was very good just by itself, just sipping it. And I was nice. like, wow, that's not something that you find normally in gin. No, no. So, I don't even like gin. So, so No. So, okay. <laughs> let me just realize that I told you what I'm drinking, but you asked me how I'm doing. <laughs> Well, to be fair, those two things were very related at the at this <laughs> specific are. moment. They are. Yes, they are. They are, truly. Um, so let me backtrack one second <laughs> and tell you that um, I had to go back to the office this week. Yay! <laughs> I like how you're... You- <laughs> You were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that yeah. is the uh, that is the appropriate response. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, I did have this week was kind of caught me off guard because I did have to go back to the office this week, which was a little crazy. But I honestly, truly enjoyed being back in the office because yeah. I like talking to the people, and I'm lucky enough to work with like a really good group of people. Yep. And yep. so same. Yeah. And so like, I really enjoyed being back in the office and talking to them. And like, if my boss sits, like my cubicle specifically is right outside of my boss's office. And so if I'm like working on something and I have a question, I can just be like, hey, dude, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. And that's really nice. And I think I forgot how nice that is to just be like, hey, I have a question. Here it is. Where? And also, I got to know, so there's this one team member that joined the team right, like, a month into the pandemic. Yeah. And, um, 
I probably we, we got have to a couple know of those him. too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I probably got to know him better this week than I did yeah. the entire last yeah. year because you don't call someone and just on Teams and you're just like, hey, let's chat for a second. You know, that's right. that's just not what you do, and so. Like we were standing in the break room heating up our lunches and I would uh-huh. have more of a casual conversation with them than I have in the entire year. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So absolutely. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, honestly and, enjoyed it. And I will say, cause I, I'm like three weeks into being yeah. back at work and I have the exact same, I had this exact same reaction because I don't know, like I really enjoy the people that I work with and I've missed like just being in a space with them. Yeah. And so it's been really cool to just like, you know, and you know, we all cut up all day, you know, not all of us. Well, most of us, uh, you know, so we make jokes and, and there's chocolate and there's expired food that people are trying to get rid of. And it's hilarious. And there's like, just like all these things that happen that make me, that make me so happy throughout the day just yes. because I really enjoy these people. And, um, and you know, and to your point, you don't get that whenever you're working from home. Now, I will say that um, my, like, my happiness level has definitely gone up. My productivity has, like, <laughs> fallen through the, the floor. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. get anything done now because all I do is, like, talk and collaborate and kvetch and whatever with people. Like, I don't. I don't like actually sit down and get my tasks done. <laughs> right. Yes. There were definitely times I was literally in the middle of an email and it's not even like a coworker, but my boss would come out right. and would yeah. like, just say random things. And I would be like, it would break my train of thought. I would have yes. to talk to my boss and then try to come back to what I was doing. And it was like, what was I doing? You Absolutely. Know? And yeah. Yeah. And I collaborate with a lot of different people and it's been like that's part of that's like my that's my personality that's what I do like I and that's what I enjoy doing so um so people will be working on a project that I'm not even involved in but I've been there so long and I know so many things that people will be like hey come here I I want your opinion or I want to talk run this by you or whatever Mm -hmm. and so but now it's like everybody (laughs) yeah every every single person is like Devin I need to run this by you and I'm like (laughs) Okay, you know, and it doesn't bother me. Like, again, I love that stuff, but it definitely takes me away from, like, the 80 emails I get a day or, you know. Yes. Whatever. Like, it's like, okay, well, whoever was trying to get a hold of me, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'll uh, I'll respond to you eventually. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, But the crazy thing was, so on Monday, when I went back to the office for the first day, which I didn't really think much about it, but when I got home, I was absolutely exhausted. Yes. And I was, yes. I was like, I ate dinner and then was just like, I'm going to bed. Right. I, like, uh-huh. it was crazy. Yep. And I didn't expect it to take that much out of me. Um, Tuesday was a little better. Um, and then I kind of got used to it Wednesday going forward. But yeah, right. Monday and Tuesday, I pretty much came home and went to bed because yep. it was like, I don't know, that's crazy. But also, <laughs> what was really funny was because twice on Monday, I was walking around the office and then I'd come around a corner and someone would surprise me and I would totally get like, like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, because you're not used to seeing people. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it was really funny because twice on Monday I got caught off guard because there was someone that came around the corner that I wasn't expecting. So it was yeah. really funny. Yeah, I've had like moments like that. And also just like I get really enthusiastic to see people that yes. I haven't seen in a while. So I'm like, oh, my God, hi. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't be like that excited <laughs> to mm-hmm. see this like somebody who's not like my best friend or anything. It's like right. just somebody I haven't seen in, you know, a year. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of funny whatever happens. It's like, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it is, it's, I really, it really is a good thing for me. I like being in the office. I'm not going to lie. I, I do too. The other thing too is that, yeah, I didn't expect it either. And then the other thing too is that it allows me to have a very firm boundary. Like, yes, I go to work, I do work at work and then I come home and then I don't do any more work. (laughs) No, I leave my computer at work. Oh, nice. I still bring mine just in case something happens. No. Um, but I don't do, I don't, I don't ever open it. <laughs> You're no. like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This is my time, baby. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will bring it home. So we're, we're actually working from home on Friday still. Oh, and that's so, cool. Yeah. So I will, obviously, I have my laptop at home on Fridays and then the weekend. But yeah. Monday through Thursday, assuming that I'm done with my work when I leave, yes. um, which actually I'll get into with our topic today, uh, that okay. I'll expand on that a little more. But um, assuming I'm done with my work, yeah, w- the laptop stays at work and it, there is a very clear boundary between uh, work and home. Nice. Very nice. Yes. Well, good. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that, I mean, I know you're exhausted, but I'm glad that yeah. Overall, it has been a positive experience. Yes, absolutely. Positive, positive return to office experience. Yes, yes. Good. Good, good, good. Um, well, I am drinking... I am back on my Boda Box bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm drinking Nighthawk Black Bourbon Barrel Aged Cabernet Sauvignon uh, in the Boda Box. I need to get that. I'm, I'm it sure is really it. good. I really like the idea of the bourbon barrel. Oh, yes. Bourbon Barrel is, yeah. like, my favorite type of wine right now. And, you know, and I get a whole box of it. So we're not going to yeah. talk about how much of it I, how, how <laughs> when I open this box and how uh, how far down it already is. Yes. It's going to keep on going. That's right. <laughs> well, so. and with my filter, which I, I realize we kind of talked about. Um, Yes, the listeners. So we talked about it on a pocket episode, which will come out later. Actually, <laughs> that's before right. This episode. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to filter my wines for the sulfites. Um, so I don't know how a box will work because the filters that I get are only for a bottle. So, but so do you put them on like, do you put them on the bottle itself, or do you no. pour it from the bottle? Yeah. Into like, well, you could still do that with a box because you would just pour it like you would. Yeah, but wine. where would I put it? Because so it's only it's a bottle or I think it's three or four hours. So you don't have you can't just oh. like, yeah, you can't leave it in there for like a week. You have to use it all at once. Well, you so, used to. Oh, but because the filters are for a, I guess I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I could take an empty bottle and I could filter the 
I could take a filter and put this the box. This is getting way too complicated. It is getting way too complicated. You're right. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah, let's just skip this. But you can get a carafe, maybe. Like one of those yeah. carafes, you know? Yes. Like those, yeah. aerate, those carafes that are also aerators. And yes. You know, that could be a, that could be a thing. Yes. Just drink the whole box. No, I'm just kidding. The whole box. Okay. <laughs> Three, three or four bottles. No, you should pour yourself enough for, to have a bottle and then drink the whole bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is obviously That's what I'm thinking. What you should do. Yes. So, problem solved. Problem solved. Problem we solved. We Done. Okay. Yes. Speaking of solving problems. Uh, yes. Actually, this is not a segue, but. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend like it is. I will pretend like it is. Uh, we've, uh, we've got some, we've got some problems to discuss. No, we don't have any problems at all. We are going to talk about how, um, like (laughs) it's the middle of the year. So we are, we have just finished June and we are, um, barreling into on a bourbon barrel into July. Yes. Um, and so we want to see how we did for the month and we want to see where we've done, how we've done for the year and then yes. want to figure out where are we going next. Um, so, so yeah, so we have lots to talk about today. Um, yes, we do. So I thought maybe what we do first is check in for the month and then maybe we check in for the year if that okay. works for you. So yes, absolutely. Okay. So how did you do with your month? Cause okay. Really, what, journaling, right? We're both doing journaling. journaling. Yeah, yes. we're both doing journaling, which is yes. funny because we did not know, <laughs> we did not talk about this. Right. And we both in, ended up picking journaling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, as far as journaling every day, I got 100%. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. That's yes. awesome. That's freaking yes. amazing because you weren't even trying to do journaling every day. You were just going to journal like twice Once a week or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, so what I did was I used, I ordered a journal called the Theme System, which I think we have linked previously, but we can link again. But we'll it's link again. Called, yeah. Um, and it's a very short form journal, which I really like. And okay. it has, it ha- actually has four different sections. There's two small sections, one large section, and then another small section. Right. And on their direction what they say is or i guess like the example they gave is that you would say mood focus thoughts and that thoughts is the big section and then and then their well their last section was like focus for the day like if like if there was one thing you needed to accomplish today that would that would be in this section but the way i did it was I, I figure that's where the focus goes. And so the very bottom section is what I said for tomorrow. So what I wanted to focus on for tomorrow. So when I started this month, basically what I did was when I would wake up in the morning, I would journal and I would journal my mood, my focus for the day, and then some thoughts. Okay. And I really liked it. And because I was approaching it from a intentional standpoint. So I would basically, it was, I liked it because it was, it was at the start of the day saying, this is what I want to do for the day. Right. 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 Well, as I kind of progressed the week and as I got closer to the, working from the office like for example uh this week when i went to the office uh the very first day 
I um, I woke up early enough. I did, but I only journaled for like a couple minutes, and then I was so stressed out about trying to get to work on time because. Not only was I trying to get to work on time, but this was my first time being in the office, so I needed to set up my desk. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I wanted, I was trying to get there 30 minutes, I was trying to get there at 7.30, even though my work time starts at 8. I was trying to get there at 7.30 so that I would have 30 minutes to kind of set up my desk. Right. So I got up early, and I was going to journal, and I felt so stressed about trying to get to work on time that I just stopped. And then I ended up going to work and doing all that and then coming home and journaling. But so basically for the month, like halfway through June, I started waking up later and later and ended up doing journaling at the end of the day. Okay. Which I did not like as much because then it came to my mood was fine, but then my focus would usually be something that I'd already accomplished. And then my thoughts were something that I've already done. Right. And it wasn't as intentional as it was when I started the, the yeah. project. Yeah. Um, and I really liked the idea of when I was doing it early in the morning before I would start my day, when I would pick my focus, it actually made me feel more accomplished which is something that i was struggling with prior to june um i because i would basically pick a focus for the day which was one thing and then if i if i accomplished that thing it would make me feel more accomplished right yeah yeah so it made me feel better about what i was doing every day where before it was kind of like well i'm just kind of swimming in this like abyss of the same thing every day right because I picked something, I specifically said, this is what I want to do today. Even if it was something normal. Like, maybe it was just like, you know, I, I want to make sure that I, I work out and then take a shower today. Those are very simple things. Right. But I, I said that that's what I want to do. And then at the end of the day, I worked out and took a shower and it was like, yes, I did these things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. so it made me, it made me feel a lot better. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that I really enjoyed journaling when it was early and intentional, okay. but as it, as it shifted to reactionary and at the end of the day, it didn't feel as impactful. It felt right. more like a chore. And uh, I definitely liked the short form factor of the theme journal because in the past when I've journaled, it's just been an open page thing. And it's just been like, I'll just write whenever I, as far as I feel like writing, but then it was almost overwhelming. And this yeah. was, hey, at the most, I need to I need to do a paragraph. And that's what yeah. I need to do. Um, yeah. And so I enjoyed the short form factor. I enjoyed the intentionality of it. And all and the but the one thing that annoyed me was a little bit of the paper factor because I would have to chase down like, oh, where's my paper journal that and my pen that I need to work to write with. Um, <laughs> and so there's a potential that I could turn it into electronic in the future, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for ease of um you know, wherever I am, I can journal. That would be nice. But that was kind of my experience with journaling for June. Okay. Okay. So 
as I as I realized that you also did journaling for June, so what what happened with yes, you? Yes, I did. Um, so I wasn't as as uh, it's funny because my original plan was to do it every day, and yours was just to do it twice a week. And I think yeah. that we ended up you did it every day, and I ended up doing it about twice. A week. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. So I mean, I was probably about three times a week. So I I almost did it every other day. Is is really until the very end, like the last week, I just kind of fell off the bandwagon. But okay. um, but up until then, I did a good job of like making sure that I was journaling that I wasn't missing twice. Um, and so I was yes. journaling almost every day. Um, and, but, you know, you were talking about kind of realizing that y- it was more effective for you in the morning. And I also tried different times of the day and found it was more effective for me in the morning. Now for completely okay. different reasons, because, yeah. um, for me, a lot of times journaling is like a, a way to jumpstart my creative mind. Yeah. And, um, like whenever I, so I'll make myself write, like I make myself write at least two pages or ideally three. And, um, and I, and I'll try to like do this free association or like, you know, just like write whatever's in my head. And at night, like all I end up doing is like recapping what happened in the day, which is not necessarily exciting or interesting. (laughs) Right. Um, it's, you know, I mean, it's fine, but it's not like, super whatever um yeah but in the mornings like i would i kind of still kind of be in a dream state and i'd be like you know sort of in that not having started a whole lot of stuff and so i would be able to be a lot more like reflective and thoughtful and intentional and creative in the morning and so i felt like it was much more effective when i did it in the morning but yeah it's just really hard for me to do anything in the morning because like the mornings are really hard right now um, yeah, and your kids, you probably have to wake up really early to get your kids ready. Yes, school. yes. Let me tell you, yeah. that is the thing that I like the least about um, <laughs> going back to work. I have, I only, the only time I've made it to work on time so far was today. And today, my kids did not have to go to school and Thomas stayed home with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, no matter, no matter how early I get up, no matter yeah. when I get them started, it does not matter. They are going to decide at the last minute they need to use the restroom or they need to get yes. 500 things to put in the car or yes. they don't like the shorts they're wearing or whatever. Like, yeah, it's going to happen at the last minute, no matter how well, well I prepare. Um, and like, and then I'm, you know, 15 to 30 minutes late for work every single day. So that's irritating. But anyway, but yeah, I definitely like I'm already waking up at like 6 a.m. And I am having a really hard time waking up at 6 a.m. Because I'm used to my body got into a good rhythm where I would like go to bed around 11 and get up around seven and get like almost eight hours of sleep a night yeah and my uh my body is like what no you were doing so good with us and now now you're trying to get us up at six no i don't think so (laughs) um and so i i struggle to wake up too in the mornings and so it's just a big mess anyway but yeah i definitely getting up the only time i was able to journal in the mornings were on the weekends because i didn't have to go anywhere yeah (laughs) so but anyway but it was it was good and by the end I had I felt like I had sort of 
gotten back into the habit of writing, which was really the purpose of the yes. exercise for me. Yes. And, um, and I did write, I was supposed to write two journal entries or blog entries, I mean, um, and I only wrote one, but I did at least write one. <laughs> yes, that's so, good. That's, um, I mean, that's what I'll, ta-da, I did it. Um, kind <laughs> of. Uh, but the, the other thing I will say is that I added in another thing for myself this, this uh, month, which was walking. And walking yes. 30 miles um, for for uh, for a cancer fundraiser or cancer not cancer fundraiser but cancer organization fundraiser mm-hmm. um, American cancer cancer association anyway um, so I will say that I have learned this this month that I cannot do two things <laughs> I can only do one thing at a time I am sorry mm-hmm. but this is all I can do. Uh, because it was very hard to focus on both. It was very, very hard. And yeah. I, I think I would have been more successful with writing if that had been my only focus. Uh, and it was really hard to get in my 30 miles. I was like the last couple of days just like walking every minute that I could to try to make sure that I didn't completely uh, let it go. So yeah. I managed it and I succeeded However, I believe that from now on, I'm only going to focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, that probably so. makes sense. Yeah. So, but that was my month. Um, okay. What about your year? Just looking at the year kind of holistically, like how do you feel about it? I feel pretty good. And I think that's part of, um, so this year we decided to do the focus. Well, yes. Least, yeah. So like we're, we're. We're picking the theme, and then we're doing it monthly, right? And so looking back, for January, I did dry January. For February, I planned some vacations. For March, I did cardio. For April, I did wake earlier, which is the one that I was most proud of, and I've probably backslid the most. (laughs) Oh, well. Because, yeah, in April, I was waking up at 6.45, and I was like, I was like, yeah, 645 is good. I was comfortable with it. And now I've backslid to like 715, you know, whatever. But um, May was blogging. June was journaling. So I really, really like this whole 30-day approach of, yeah. hey, this is what I'm going to work on. Because, you know, life changes. And yes. this lets you adjust throughout the year. Instead of being like, yeah, I really want to, I don't know, X, Y, Z, whatever those goals are for the whole year. That's that's hard to make a goal in January for 12 months down the road. Right. I think, I think there needs to be check-in points where you adjust and pivot. And traditional resolutions do not allow for that. Right. So I'm really enjoying this year of... Let me pick this theme and then use that per month. Right. Um, And I think that's working really well for me. Yeah. I will echo that too because mine's slightly different, um, but also very similar in that instead of just like focusing, mine is promising. And for me, that was really important because one of the problems that I have consistently had is my lack of consistency. (laughs) Yeah. So like forcing myself to promise to myself, I'm going to get certain things done each month. 
uh, was a big deal. And yeah. you know, overall, the goal was to get better at being, to get better at making promises or keeping promises for myself. Yeah, promises that I make myself, keeping the promises that I make for myself. And yeah. uh, and that overall has has really happened. So like you in January, I abstained from drinking. <laughs> yes. Uh, February, I promised to take time for myself. So I did self-care mm-hmm. um, and learned how to do that. In March, I did some movement. I was promising to move my body in new and fun ways, which allowed me to try different exercises and learn that the rowing machine was really cool. <laughs> like All yes. of this stuff. In April, I explored ecology with my kids, and we started working towards trying to improve the environment, and that led to us doing, you know, some small things to help. Also, um, it led to, like, us starting a composting thing and um, all of that, and... Can you still hear me? Just checking. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Sure. My screen went black because I was in the moment and not okay, yes. moving my screen. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yes. So about composting and composting whatnot. and ecology. Yes. So that was good. And then in uh, May, I ate some good nourishing food. I visited the farmer's markets. I started like trying to think through what was actually good for my body and I think out of all of them, that was probably the one that I didn't do the best with just because I didn't spend as much time on it. But um, but overall, I mean, it was still a win for, for what it was. Yeah. And then June, the writing and the walking. So, you know, I have managed to keep these promises. And in the process of that, I have improved, like, my own consistency with myself and I've realized some things that it's important for me to think through the promises that I make for myself and make sure that I can actually keep them like it doesn't do anybody any good for me to make promises that I know I'm not going to be able to keep (laughs) you know right because like there's that that only is going to make me feel bad and it's going to set me up for failure so like what Mm -hmm. can I do instead so maybe it's like what's my ultimate goal well, okay, what's a thing that I can actually accomplish to get to that goal? Even if it's not, you know, going to it right off the bat, you know, like getting better about eating because I tend to eat trash food all the time. You know, what are some steps that I can take? Okay, well, let's go to the farmer's market. Let's do this. Okay, let's start thinking about recipes, you know, and then like, what can you build on? What skills can you build on to like work towards something that you, that you want to have as a goal? Um, Yes. And, uh, you know, so that was one of, that was the other thing. So consistency, making sure that I'm able to keep promises or that making promises that I actually can keep. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then one of the major things that I realized, I think for, for what I've accomplished so far, and especially, and we'll talk more about this as we move towards planning for the future is that at the, like I have consistently, had this idea in my head that I wanted to reach goals based on my health, right? Like mm-hmm. I wanted to be healthy or I, I felt like I should be, I should, it's not even that I wanted to. It's like, I feel like I should be more healthy yes. or I feel like I should exercise more or I feel like I should 
uh, blah, 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 blah. And yes. what I'm realizing now is that actually what I really want is confidence. I don't necessarily, yes. <laughs> I probably should care about health, but really what I truly want is to feel confident in my ability to, you know, do things, to have energy, to, you know, accomplish yes. certain things. And so, yes. It's like a reframing for me in how mm -hmm. I approach a lot of the same types of issues, but it's like, I'm not doing it to necessarily lose weight or, you know, whatever. I am approaching this mm -hmm. to, you know, build my stamina or build my energy or show that I can actually do something and then that will get, make me feel like confident in myself. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's, I'm, it's important for me, I guess, to reframe it that way. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually thought of something today. So I think this was, I don't know if it was last episode or the one before, but it was the one where we were talking about intuitive eating. Right, yeah. And I was thinking about that today because when I was talking about that, I was talking about I had kind of set that up by eating portions. Right. And a comment that you had made, well, was that I was still restrict restricting myself because I was eating based on portions. But... I don't think I explained it well because okay. what I was meaning was that I, although I was eating, um, I was eating a portion, that was what I was using as like a base level, right? Right. So I wasn't technically restricting myself. So I'm not saying, I'm not telling myself that I can eat less, like that I can only eat a portion. But what I'm telling myself is eat a portion, see how you feel. Gotcha. And then if yeah. you want to eat more, you can eat and you can eat more. There's right. I'm not saying I can't eat more, but that I'm using that as a baseline of what to eat. Gotcha. And so I think that goes along with what you're saying because it's kind of like in my in my opinion, it's like for me. I was kind of training myself because they always say what you like when you eat something, it takes, I don't know, there's science out there that says it takes like 20 minutes right, right. to actually determine what you ate. And there's no one that's going to be like, let me eat this cheeseburger and then <laughs> wait, let me set my timer for 20 minutes. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And so I was using portions as a way to say, eat this first right and just wait, wait, wait a little yeah. bit yeah yeah and then yourself. and then you can have more if you want right. but what i found was in the last since january is that portions is enough right and it's and that's what i thought was interesting because where i would normally eat more than a portion um a, a usda designated portion is what i should say but um <laughs> I would eat more than that, yeah. and that's what I think I would need. But what I found was when I actually ate what was designated as a portion, then I would be like, oh, a few minutes later, I would be like, yes, I am full. This right. is satisfactory. Right. And I think there because there is that delay between stomach and brain. There's probably also, I mean, because like anytime you go to a restaurant, they give like really yeah, big portion sizes for absolutely and you know we're also southern right so we're mm -hmm. <laughs> if you put it on our plate like we feel obligated to eat it 
Yes, that absolutely. Is just, that is just the definition of Southern hospitality. You put it on my plate, I'm going to eat it. Yes. <laughs> like, and we were actually just talking about that the other day because James asked me, he was like, hey, when's the last time that you saw someone that was obese around here? And I was like, I can't even remember. And it's, I don't know what the difference is between the culture between yeah. the Midwest and the Southern, but when we go to the South, when we visit home, it's like obesity is everywhere. Right. And when we go out here, we don't see anyone. Or if we do, it's like one in two out of like a hundred people. Right. You know? And it's just that different mindset. Right. Right. Um, well, there also may have something to do because I know that when you guys go out, you're usually in, in the place where you are, which is kind of like a higher um, yes. socioeconomic class, too. And that, ha- I mean, <sighs> there's just something to be said about it, people who have access to healthier foods because healthier foods often cost more money. Um, yes. People who have access to correct health care and people who have access to like being able to go to gyms and shit because <laughs> like, that stuff yes. is not cheap. Um, no, yeah, so. and that's what I said too. Is like, well, we are in the nice neighborhood, which right. I think there's probably this whole other standard of when you live in a nice neighborhood, you need to be this proper standard of the stand the Stanford wife, which is like the common right. term of you know you need to be you need to look a certain way or do a certain thing, and that's kind of that's where we live. I right. mean, no joke. Like the neighborhood that we live in is a higher end, nicer neighborhood. I've been to your neighborhood, um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm not trying to deny it. It is a nicer neighborhood. Right. So I think you can definitely say that that's kind of where we live. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's definitely different, especially out here in the country, because, um, you know, the socioeconomic classes are all kind of mixed up together. (laughs) Especially when you live in the country, like you're you've got people who have gigantic houses next to people who are like, living in a trailer they inherited from their grandparents that they have barely like they've 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 plugged up all the leaks with duct tape and they're hoping it doesn't blow in the wind you know yeah it's like that's that's just the culture that's like how i grew up too um with like (laughs) gosh i've literally been (laughs) i was in the trailer that i was like putting together with duct tape next to my grandparents who had a really nice house Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so that was um, <laughs> that was kind of literally how I grew up. Um, but it's just, it's very different in the country because of that. So I wonder if that has something to do with it, too. Because there's just, you know, there's not as much, I don't know, sectionalizing of people by economic, socioeconomic class in the country. At least not here. Yeah. Maybe in other places, but not, not, not in East Tennessee. Right, right, yeah. So, anyway, that was a that was a tangent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but anyway, that that was pretty much, I guess, all I wanted to say about you know the past at least. And I guess we could look kind of towards towards the future. I don't know how far you planned in advance, um, but I sort of like broke down my whole year. But we don't have to go into every single one. Oh wow, about <laughs> next month. Um, no, I only planned July. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that is fine. I felt because I planned the first six months at first, like at at New Year's, and so I felt like yeah. I needed to to wrap it up. 
But I will say, I won't go into every single detail for every single month. I'll let every, I'll, that'll be suspense for the readers or the yeah, readers, the readers, the, the listeners as we go forward. Listeners. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a writer. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but I noticed when I was making my goals and I was thinking through what was important because I'm still using the passion planner. And so I did the yep. mid-year review thing where you, yep. you know, brainstorm for five minutes or whatever and you're like okay what's what goals do i want to accomplish what's like my ideal state and like in that exercise what i noticed was that the things i were i was focused on at the beginning of the year were very surface level types of things it was like you know what do i do to to be healthier or what do i do to like but it was like just my body right or just physical stuff or just yeah you know, how do I sleep more? It was like all very like practical, you know, task driven stuff. Right. And whenever I started doing that same exercise and now what I was focusing on was like much more deep, (laughs) like, you know, what will bring me happy? What will, you know, what will bring me Mm -hmm. happiness? What will bring me joy? What will make the world a better place? (laughs) It was like, much deeper stuff than what had occurred to me initially. And I was like, well, that's interesting that like now that I'm, I guess in a better place, I'm able to think on this higher level, which of course makes sense. with Like has less hierarchy of needs and all that stuff. But, um, but a lot of the stuff that I focused on was like being intentional and being proactive and, you know, making sure that I was spending time with the people that I needed to spend time with. And it was just, it was really cool. I mean, some of it's the same. Like I obviously need to eat better. I obviously need to sleep better, but, um, but it was tied into this bigger, like I need to be more intentional about my life. Like that was the, the sum total of it. And I think the difference is that now, like I have worked really hard over the last several years to try not to be a hot mess And I think I'm finally at a place where I know what I think, I know who I am, and I know what I want. And it makes it a lot easier to just be like, okay, (laughs) now I can make goals. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's great because, like you said, so we're on episode, I don't know exactly, but it's like 130 (laughs) something. (laughs) 130. And um, when we started this, so that was over two years ago, because two years would be 100 and wait, so 52. So we do this every week, so 52 (laughs) weeks, so 104. So yeah, okay. But over two years, it's done for a bit. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, we've done it for a bit. And when we started this, you were a hot mess. Oh, hell 100% yes. 100% of the time. Yes. And it was everyday things, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. It wasn't that we were like, hey, we're to like this higher level, like this, you know, whatever. No, it was like just week to week, everyday things. And you were like, I'm a hot mess. Right. And so I think that's amazing. It's like, drink enough water. I can't drink enough water. I'm a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so now you've got those basics down and you're like, okay, look. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So I'm like, okay, yeah. what do I really need to focus on? So then it just, it makes a lot more sense. So yeah, my plan for July mm-hmm. is to actually 
uh, build a sustainable, this is my promise. I promise to build a sustainable, intentional routine for my family. Okay. <laughs> because that is one of the things that, that I struggle with, with my kids, okay. with my husband, with myself. It's like, you know, it, <laughs> it does often feel like I am reacting to things in my family life. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, one of the things I've noticed is that my kids behave better when I'm like, okay, I am putting everything away. And right now I am, you're, you're my life. Like, yeah, this, you know, 45 minutes, I am in this room with you and you're all that matters. And yeah. when I do that, and I'm really just like in the moment with them, it goes much smoother. But... I don't plan that time well. So often what happens is that I want to do that, but what I have to do instead is pack lunches, you know, do laundry, yeah. you know, whatever, and then try to get them out the door in the morning and they want to do 500 things instead. Um, yeah. And so my plan is to try to like, you know, there. if I made a routine that we stuck to all the time that was, that was sustainable, you know, not just something that was out of reach, like something that we could actually accomplish, thinking back on mm -hmm. making promises that we can accomplish. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what What does that look like? What does it take in order to be able to spend quality time, quality, meaningful time with, you know, all of my children and my husband, um, mm -hmm. you know, and on a regular basis. So that's my that's my goal is to create is to figure out what that looks like. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what about you? What are you going to do for July? Okay. So my focus, because my word for the year is focus. So my focus yes. for July is focus on self. Okay. And the reason I say that is because, as we kind of previously mentioned, I have to return to the office yes. this month. And what I want to make sure is that I focus on keeping the work-life balance that I have established. So okay. I don't know exactly how much we've talked about it. I know we've mentioned it a little bit on the podcast, but basically, like... While I've been working from home, I've been able to develop this really good work-life balance of working out and eating healthy yes. and working, where before working would kind of uh, dominate my life and working out or eating healthy was kind of secondary. Right. So I want to make sure that I keep that work-life balance that I have able, but I've been able to cultivate um, while I've been at home. So the two things that I'm going to do to kind of hopefully just focus on one myself. Thing. Just one thing, because if you do two well, things, it's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I'm probably going to screw this up. Um, but what <laughs> So what I've kind of picked is, um, for my focus on self, number one was make sure I take a lunch break. So that doesn't have to be an hour, but I want to make sure that I at least step away to eat my lunch. Okay. Okay. So that, that can be, that can just be 15 minutes and that's fine. Right. I just want to step away from my desk, eat my lunch, and then resume my work day. Okay. Right? Okay. So, um, and... 
So the problem is, in our office, there's not a natural break room. We have two conference areas, and we have the workspace. And then we have we have a break room, but it doesn't have tables. It gotcha. just has, like, a fr- refrigerator, um, a microwave, that kind of stuff. Right. So it's really easy to go fix your lunch and then come back and sit at your desk. Right. And when you're sitting at your desk, then your computer's there, and it's really easy to just continue working. Right. So um, what I would like to do is try to step away. So either that's go sit in my car, or I can go sit in one of the conference spaces okay. to eat. Um, and I'm going to use the James Clear uh, method here in that I don't, I'm, because I know I'm going to fail. I know it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I want to use the James Clear method of not failing more than two days. Right. Yes. Um, Never miss so that's twice. that's my goal. Yes. So that's my goal for July. And then the other thing is make sure that I continue to work out because I've developed this uh, habit of working out three to five times a week while I've been working from home. Right. Because it's really easy to work out at lunch. But now I can't work out at lunch because I'm at an office. Right. And so um, I'm going to have to work out when I come home from work. And I've already, from this week, I can already tell that when I came home, I don't know why, but it was a different mindset. And my brain was like, no, I just want to change into my pajamas yeah i just want to change in my pajamas and then i want to lounge for the rest of the evening yeah that's what i want to do absolutely um and i don't know why but it is a different mindset so i want to take a lunch break and i want to work out at least three times a week which right now i've done better than that right so i've done uh basically five workouts well technically six but um, I've done three strength, two cardio, and one yoga. Um, I, I don't want to keep that lofty of a work of a yeah. expectation right away. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm just gonna say, let's do three workouts for the for for July, and then make sure I take a lunch break. Okay. So those are my two goals. And, three, I, and for the lunch break, I want to make sure that I don't skip more than twice. Three workouts for the entire month of July. No, no, no. Oh. Three workouts per week. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, like, that seems doable. <laughs> like, that I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I don't know if you want to just, like, I mean, I, this is a great goal. And I, and you do a great job of, especially with your workouts, because you love them. Um, yes. Of, of sticking with that. But yes. I would almost, like, I don't know. Caution you to like maybe you just want to make it very simple and be like I'm going to work out this week. <laughs> as a very so true. that way if something happened and then like if you just work out once like you still did it you know like I don't know but again this <laughs> is true. me going down to like making promises that I can keep and you may have no problem doing that I'm just You're like right. thinking about my own self thinking oh there's the hell heck no way I'm able to work out <laughs> well that's true so you have to remember. <laughs> So I get to work from home on Friday. So oh, at the that's very true. Worst so case Friday, scenario. Saturday, yes, yeah. I can work out Friday and Saturday and Sunday, which would be my three times mm-hmm. uh, per week. If worst case scenario, if I have to. Right. So that's my kind of my plan. Right. It's funny because it's like I actually think I'll ha- I have a better chance of doing better with working out. Um, at the office once I get my routine in place because 
there's a workout room. Like we have yes. a gym. Um, yeah. And there's I'm a so rowing jealous. machine. I did. I did chat. I know. I looked for it. I was like, there's a rowing machine there. Um, yeah. I think but, we're going to buy a rowing machine, by the way. Oh, really? The, yeah. Yeah. It's, I like it. It's a very good workout. Um, it is. It really is. So, you know, so I think I may be able to start working out a little bit more Yay. than I was before. Just because, and I mean, it's not, honestly, it's not because of the office. It's because the kids are going back to school is really what helps me because it was just yeah. so hard to find time when they were here yeah. to be able to work out. So, um, yeah, but it's just funny because you're like, I'm not going to be able to work out as much. I'm like, I might be able to work out every single day. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to work out for once. Exactly. For, I might be able to do one workout this month. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, Yay. If I do work out this month, that'd be pretty awesome. But yeah. Anyway. Well, I think that. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? You totally glossed over your freaking accomplishment of 30 miles in June. I talked about it. Not this episode. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I did too. (laughs) What did you say? Rewind it and listen to it again. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was talking about, I was like, okay, so I I learned that I shouldn't try to do two things because I. Um, oh, because I w- also tried to walk and I did manage to do it. I, I didn't make a big deal okay. out of it. Oh, OK. <laughs> but you should because because you got to the end of the month and you were like, holy crap, I'm way far behind. Yeah. And then you were like, no, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it yeah. happen. <laughs> and you like you walked four miles and then you walked three miles and you ended up making it happen, which who else, including myself and everyone listening to this podcast, walks four miles in a day? Hello? Nobody. So you should have made a bigger deal of it. Okay, well, fine. I, uh, I mean, I, you know, people, people donated money to a, uh, to a cause for me. So I felt obligated okay. to, like, okay. you know, not let them down. Not that anybody was paying attention or cared except for myself. But when money is yeah. involved... People should just yeah. pay me to exercise, and then I will exercise. Okay, so everyone needs it. to go to my GoFundMe.com. <laughs> okay. Okay. <Just> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I just pay me to work out, and then I will work yes. out. I will feel obligated <laughs> if you give yes. me money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, God. This has devolved. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to see how many steps I made on that day. So I'm going back to find that because I'm actually really interested to yeah I'm actually really interested to see how my steps change between before going back to the office and after because we would always walk the dog which was a mile right um, every day and now I can't do that and James is walking the dog by himself and so my step count is going to go way down yeah per day yeah (laughs) it's going to be sad let's see here what did how do i find steps why is this so hard how do you find your weekly summary oh i hold on weekly summary so because it tell you what day i want to see what how many god damn it why is this so hard stacy i don't know because <laughs> i'm not good at analytics okay hold on here we go so what was it wednesday when was it that i yeah i guess it was wednesday then I walked four miles. Um, that was only thirteen thousand steps that day. That wasn't so. That wasn't so big. No. Um, yeah. 
Tuesday was 15,000 steps. Yeah. And Monday was 11,000 steps. And Saturday was 12,000 steps. And Sunday was only 2,000 steps. Uh, I guess I didn't do much that day. Friday was 11,000 mm-hmm. steps. So I've been, like, you know, it's been, I've been, like, going over 10,000 steps a day for, like, over a week now. Nice. <laughs> so there's that, at least, I suppose. Yeah. Um, even today, well, today I only got 8,000 steps, but still. Yeah. I did not do any exercise, any extra, any extra exercise today. That no, was a very boring minute. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's okay. I also did 8,000 steps today, and I also did not do Oh, any. man. But we walked downtown, and we had dinner, and then we walked back, which is a half mile both ways. <laughs> yeah, I went uphill both ways. I went uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was trying to see because I feel like there was like one day that I got like 18,000 steps or something ridiculous. And I was like, how in the world did I even get 18,000 steps this day? But now I can't find it. So I guess I must have imagined it. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, you were just wishful thinking. (laughs) I was wishful thinking that one. That makes more sense because I was like, there's no way I could have gotten 18,000 steps. And and Drew, in fact, there is no way. It it did not happen. It was a a fluke. It was a imaginary yeah. thing yeah that's uh there's my life Ta-da! <laughs> oh no there it is sunday um i got eighteen thousand steps wow i did that's nice. i didn't i didn't imagine that i think that was also practicing so i was supposed to that's another thing i wanted to talk about which i can talk about really fast in like a minute and a half um okay sure i uh so I was going to perform for a uh, for a drag king clam slam performance. Bye 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 by NSYNC, which I was very excited about. Yeah. But the day of the performance, I just I got home and I was so tired, and the kids were kind of sick, and they were clingy, and I was just like I just don't feel good about like I can't go, I cannot do this, like I can't do it yeah. today, and so I. I flaked out and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And everyone was very understanding and they were super sweet and it was fine. Um, I felt bad about it, but it was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but it was like a good lesson in like, it's okay to say no sometimes, especially if like you're going to put yourself in like physical, emotional, and mental distress by doing something. <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay to say no. And I'm still struggling with that. But I did do it. And um, so, so good. <laughs> so yay. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but 18,000 steps was like the day that I practiced a lot also for that dance. So I had walked okay. and I practiced. And so, yeah. So then I almost got 20,000 steps sense. in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll wrap this up Yeah. We're set for July. All right. Good. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you too, Devin. And I will talk to you next week. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho